0: Hello and welcome to The Exit presented by Flippa, the world's largest marketplace to buy and sell online businesses and startups. The Exit is a 30-minute podcast featuring amazing entrepreneurs who have been there and they have done it. The Exit talks to operators who have bought and sold businesses of all different sizes. You learn how they did it, why they did it, and get exposure to the world of Exits. It's a world occupied by a small few, but accessible to many. Now, this is an episode I've been wanting to do for a long time. I sit down with Cyrus Gazemvar. He's a really cool entrepreneur who talks through his experience starting a company called Pilota. This was started in 2019. They go through 500 Startups, the Startup Accelerator that I'm very familiar with, spent a lot of time at 500 in San Francisco. And we talk about the startup Pilota that him and his friends started when they were in college. And they got you know some early traction. And this was a piece of technology that would help almost like an insurance for flights. So when something got canceled, a flight, you know, could get covered by this insurance policy that would get you rescheduled and rebooked on a different flight in the event that something happens. So really cool product, really great idea. And what happened was the pandemic. And this is something that I really wanted to do an episode on, because this walks through just the raw, uh, really deep story behind A an aqua hire acquisition from a larger company during the midst of the pandemic. I know hundreds of entrepreneurs that I've talked to over the years since the pandemic, that similar stories have happened. And I wanted to do this episode really to highlight that you know, a true a true founder and a true entrepreneur is going to continue regardless of what happens. And what we go through, the story with Pilota, flights really just. Completely freezing during the pandemic really just shows the ambition and the drive that entrepreneurs like Cyrus have. So he started a new company called Beagle that helps people, you know, solve the inefficiencies of four hundred one ks, and he's working on that currently. But digging into Pilota is a really special story, and I know it's going to resonate with dozens, if not hundreds, of people that listen this episode that really got to experience the pandemic full force when they're operating a startup in the midst of just this meltdown globally. So this is, isn't really one of those big, shiny uh, exits per se, but this is a, a true, real story here on the exit because I want to highlight these types of stories as well for entrepreneurs everywhere that experience this. And they went through this and got to see literally the ground shift beneath them uh, during the height of the pandemic in different industries. So without further ado, let's sit down here on the exit and talk through the Pilota story and the experience going through that with the pandemic with Cyrus Gazinfar. All right, I am here with Cyrus Gazanvar the co-founder and CTO at Beagle. How's it going, Cyrus? Good, and yourself? Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to dig into your exit. Before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about your background. What got you into business and entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm Cyrus. Currently, I'm the co-founder uh, of uh, Beagle Financial, Uh, It's a fintech company for uh, focusing on the 401k space. And then previously, I was a co-founder of Pilota, the travel tech company that we're actually going to talk about today. Uh, I have a master's of engineering in computer science from Cornell University, and I've been an engineer for the past 10 years. I think what got me into entrepreneurship is the fact that I uh, knew how to uh, program, and that gives you a lot of independence. Uh, this you know, this power of creation is is incredible, and uh, that enabled me, you know, to uh, do whatever I like to do and be very flexible with that. And when I started my journey as a software engineer, I worked at uh, different startups, and I liked that uh, that mentality, the grind. So, um,
0: <laughs> so that's why I embarked on this journey. Nice. So let's talk about the the first. Uh, startup, like the one that you dug into and, and you started. Let's talk about what that story was of how that began.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the uh, Pilota, we actually founded the the, the, the company uh, while doing our masters of engineering. the it, it, The environment was uh, very well set up for entrepreneurship, so we were part of a specific program at Cornell. That was called a startup uh, studio, where basically students would come together uh, and uh, form teams around ideas, uh, and basically there was a pitch competition at the end of the year, and you would uh, win a potential uh, uh, money from from the school. So, we, uh, me and my three other co-founders, we decided to uh, we were interested in machine learning and uh, and and flights because one of our co-founders is actually a, a pilot. And so, uh, you know, we decided to create Pilota, which is a a startup that focuses, focuses on predicting flight delays and cancellation. And we would sell like an insurance on top of that. You can kind of think of it as a uh, proactive travel insurance, as in if you, if we detect in advance that your flight is going to be delayed, uh, um, a number of hours, uh, we would book you on another, on another flight at our cost, optimized for least disruption. So it was a, at the beginning, we were, you know, uh, it was a more of a school project. Uh, it started out uh, in this class, uh, in the, uh, in this machine learning class, and then we saw some value that this could bring uh, and decided to, you know, to take it to the next level. Nice.
0: Very cool. And you started up with a couple co-founders. Did you, you know, scale the team up? And what was that like over what period of time before the acquisition happened?
1: Yeah, so... We actually, we were only four and we stayed a uh, 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 four-team member. The thing is, when once we graduated from Cornell, we got some funding, right, from the school. And uh, that was uh, at the end of 2019. After that, we got into a 500 startup, you know, accelerated uh, mm-hmm. in San Francisco. They were going to help us uh, uh, in our uh, B2B approach. So we wanted to sell this to other travel management companies so that they could, you know, offer that as a service to their travelers. Uh, that was in beginning of 2020. Uh, and, you know, it's a 3 months program uh, over there. After that, in March, like I said, in March 28th, uh, we, that was a, around the period where we were graduating and start to raise a, a seed round. But COVID happened. And we weren't set up for success. The... There, were, there was no market <laughs> anymore, right? There, was, there, there were no flights. So we spent a couple months, we were trying to kind of ride, ride the wave, right? We thought it would uh, last a couple months. So what we were trying to do, we pivoted at that time, a couple months after March 28th, to a flight and safety tool where we would basically uh, give information. It was more of an information tool. Uh, that gives you, uh, you know, like the, prolo- the health and safety protocols that uh, your, the particular air- aircraft you're flying on has implemented. We thought that would that would be attractive once the market, you know, the, the you know flights start uh, flying again after a few months, but that didn't that didn't happen, right? Uh, <laughs> for the next year uh, year and a half, there was no flight. So at that time, actually, Hopper, uh, which is the company that uh, Aqua hired us, Hopper. Uh, they approached us because they were working on something similar around their uh, uh, flight product. So they need some uh, prediction tool for flight delays. So we started talking to them uh, at that time. And a little bit after that, uh, that was in maybe uh, October, um, they were looking to hire a team that had expertise, specific expertise in flight and the combination of flight and machine learning, and so we were the the, the, the right team for that. Except at that moment, I decided to uh, to leave and start a, a new company,
0: Beagle. Nice, yeah. Nice. And you went through the application process and got into five hundred startups. Yeah. I'd love to kind of talk about that for a second. How many how many people were in the batch, and you know what was that experience like?
1: Yeah, we were, uh, I believe, twenty startups in that batch. You know, I think it's a good idea to uh, apply and to go to these t- type of accelerators when you already have uh, MVP, because your the, the, your your point when you go there, in this type of accelerator, is to go from one customer to ten customer to twenty customer, right? So one suggestion is to have uh, a MVP product ready and uh, a strategy of how to you can know, acquire customers us we wanted to go sell our product uh, b2b to travel man- travel management companies um, so that they can you know sell that to their clients and uh, we thought that 500 startup uh, uh, had
0: some good experience good expertise around b2b sales yeah and with the program itself, you know, I think I've talked to quite a few people that have gone through programs. I went through, through Beta Spring myself mm-hmm. once upon a time in, in Rhode Island, and they are very valuable to, to get to know not only investors and advisors, but other people that are entrepreneurs, like just being exactly. around others. Um, and that mindset is so powerful to be there. Exactly. Exactly.
1: When you're, the, 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 again, like the grinding, being there, like, you know, on the... On your right, there's another startup. On the left, it's another one. The exchange of ideas. It, I mean, you need to be in this type of environment where entrepreneurs are around you. That's that. that's how you get excited and motivated. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard today. Like people, you know, you, people are building startups uh, behind their computer and working from home. Um, you know, it's a different world, but, but yeah, like the, that, the community aspect is super important.
0: Yeah. And the, yeah. the struggle, you know, when, when other people are struggling, and are open about it, you can, you know, feel more comfortable about when you're struggling. You're like, right. okay, it's, it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a normal struggle. Yeah. You have to
1: be very good with the uncertainty because you're always
0: uh, uncertain uh, in, in the startup. Got it. So how, how was the, the deal structured, you know, when the, when, the, when the acquisition went through, you know, you mentioned aqua Hire. I think that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. What were were some of the things that you guys had to do? Was there like an earnout? Did the team stay there? How did that work? Yeah, so
1: basically it was uh, equity. They they gave you equity uh, in their company, and it would be vested as you know it would be a four year vesting with one year cliff. Basically, something that you would get as an employee, except it was it was it was a lar- large num- large number of shares, right? And uh, funny enough, the team. They decided, my co-fathers d- decided not to stay uh, after, I think, six or eight months. So they ended up not getting anything. But that was basically the deal. We would uh, give them the IP. There was no uh, no uh, cash buyout for the IP. Uh, it was mainly for the team. Uh, but uh, they would have access to the, the Pilota IP.
0: Got it. Okay. And how long end-to-end did it take for... Because I'm familiar with these types of deals, and how long were were you guys in, yeah. I guess, negotiations with them? And uh, you had investors like 500 and stuff like that. So how did they come out?
1: Yeah, uh, it, it, it took about five months to come to a to, to come to a deal. I think it's what's really important during this time because we had this is this was our first startup, right? And what's really important as a first time founder is to surround yourself. Uh, with people that know this kind of uh, uh, deal flow, so your advisors, your your investors, obviously because they do a lot of those, so that you can get the right you know um, guidance from them. That's I think I mean that's very important. Yeah, because we don't you you don't know as a founder. You can look online, you can try to decipher and uh, and synthesize the information that the counterparty is is giving you. But at the end of the day, like you said, also it's a human thing, and surround yourself with the right humans. Your advisors,
0: your uh, investors. Yeah. Yep. Definitely your environment has a lot to do with outcomes, uh, with advisors, people who are in your corner, regardless of how things play out, I think is really important. And I think this is a good segue into being prepared. So the question comes out a lot like, how, how to prepare a company for something like this. So, what tips could you share with? other entrepreneurs out there about how you guys got prepared to go through this and uh, what you could share.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately I can't share that much uh, uh, just because I was not uh, uh, really involved since I started my, my company during the, that time, a new company. But what I can say is, you know, these de- deals, de- these deals often uh, require the the, the the startup to create a data room, what they call data room with Mm -hmm. uh, all of your financials, your IP, uh, uh, any, like you say, any metrics that you keep track of. That's like very important. Yeah.
0: Got Mm -hmm. it. And with timing, Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys had quite a crazy timing with COVID hitting and all the kind of mayhem that happened for startups all around the world, but especially in the flight. Right. (laughs) Right. The flight space. So, what could you share you know about timing for exits?
1: yeah, so you know we were obviously not in we didn't have much leverage you need to to position yourself in such a way that makes you makes you attractive and not desperate because if you if you if you don't have leverage and you look desperate, you will get a shitty deal that's the the <laughs> that's the reality we're dealing with humans again so us at that time it was pretty obvious that we were in a hard uh like we were in a kind of precarious situation because of the whole flight industry but yeah try to paint yourself in the uh, best light possible and don't sound uh desperate because those at the end of the day sounding desperate is going to affect the decision of the counterparty and uh, they will all about you yeah
0: Yeah. agreed agreed So something that we can dig into here is knowing what you know now is the finale question that I ask everybody, yeah. knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself 10 years ago before all of this?
1: Learn how to program. This is the only, uh, literally the only thing I can think of. Learn how to program. Learning how to program, it gives you independence. It gives you a power of creation that is uh, pretty incredible. So yeah, I would tell myself that definitely. Nice.
0: Nice. And as a bonus question, mm-hmm. you know, what's next for Pilota? Did, did it did it eventually get shut down? Is it still yeah. around? What, what's what's happening with the technology? I always like to ask. Uh, yeah.
1: Have... Um, e- eventually, uh, it was shut down. Um, yeah. So the team actually that uh, that uh, the Pilota uh, Hopper, sorry, that acquired acquired Pilota, uh, the data science uh, team that was. Working around this type of product, right? Flight delays and prediction, and they, they they all got laid off. So the the you know there was some sort of restructuring. Times were bad, right, for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: so yeah. Currently, it's uh it's 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 over r- right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's a pretty common uh, common aspect of of acquisitions. And before we kind of dig into Beagle and everything, I want to talk really quickly about how conversations began with Hopper I believe was the company um could you share any sort of insights into what it was like when they approached you did you approach them how how did that back and forth happen and how did that go yeah uh, I'm 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 sorry because I'm supposed to this is something
1: about uh, uh you know uh, about the pilot exit but I don't have much information about that my co-founder my co-founder and CEO Sonia Shah uh, was the one dealing back and forth with uh, the people involved on the M and A side at uh, at uh, Hopper. Yeah, all good. But what all I can good. say, okay, the, because this is about advice, right? Like, yep. In general, you know, looking back, I think the the there are huge there is a several several big mistakes that we we did. One, the the biggest mistake is taking too long to ship a product. Like your ch- the. Fastest you ship your product, the faster you can get feedback, and the faster you can I- iterate. It's a it's a time game, you know, in a startup. Like every day you're burning money, every day you're not uh, you're not iterating on your pr- uh, product, you're not getting feedback from customers. So we took too long. Of course, it was there was some uh, it was a deep tr- uh, deep tech travel startup, so there was some significant R and D that had to be done beforehand. But I think a simpler version uh, uh, of the product could have been launched earlier. So the timing is very important. You have to you have to launch as soon as possible, even if your product is is half as done. You need to get that. Um, yeah. The second one that's uh, that's looking back also we, we regret is you had you can't be scared of pivoting. You know, for us when COVID happened. We were trying. We were like, okay, it's going to come back. The travel industry is going to come back. We we built. We've spent so many so much time. We spent the whole year working on this. It's our baby. Um, we had a hard time pivoting. That's in retrospect. This was like the worst, uh, one of the worst decisions ever. Because you know the market's change. You have to be adaptable. That's what you are as a as a founder, especially if you're in this pre-seed stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. If I didn't I didn't give you the answers you wanted about the other one but I, this is like a like really for me I think it's very important. Today I abide by that rule. Uh, uh, I've evolved as a
0: founder and everything is about speed speed of execution. Yeah and that was really what I wanted to why I wanted to sit down with you and talk through this is because a lot of times uh, people don't get to hear this type of story. they don't really, uh, a lot of people resonate with it. It happens to a ton of founders and entrepreneurs. But often, you know, we don't really talk about the, these types of uh, deals and these types of, um, you know, ups and downs. So yeah. I appreciate the transparency with how things happened and, and everything. So let's shift gears uh-huh. in the winding up or uh, winding down here and talk about what you're working on now with Beagle. How did you start this? Yeah. And, uh, you know, what are you working on?
1: Yeah. Um, so like in February, 2000, uh, January, 2021, I was part of this group, uh, uh created by some, uh, uh, by Rex. Say, uh, he was a former partner at the, in the FinTech fund at A16Z. Basically it was a Slack group for uh, founders who, uh, that wanted to go into FinTech to meet and, and build ideas together. And so I met my co-founder over there, uh, Shuo and, so. Um, we decided to found Bigo, which is a, what we do is we find your old 401ks and make the whole roll of, roll them all, consolidate them, find your 401ks, consolidate them and roll a, roll them over into a, into an IRA account. We do that, uh, uh, seamlessly and, and, and automatically for you. So that, uh, currently the, we, um, in t- October to, yeah, October 2021, we uh, raised a, a seed round. Currently, we're already we're already profitable, which is uh, pretty crazy. Only after a few uh, months of launching, and yeah, I think this is a this new startup. And this has been happened to like your first startup is it's very rare that your first startup succeeds. It's very rare that you it's rare that your second startup succeeds. But as you fail, you learn and uh, I think today I, I understand more about how to, to to function and how to execute as a founder. And uh, and today we're in a pretty good position with, with Beagle. Got
0: it. Very cool. Well, those are all the questions that I have for you, Cyrus. Where can people go and learn more about what you're working on? Yeah. You can go to meetbeagle.com. Meet as in M-E-E-T.
1: And Beagle as in the dog. <laughs> And, uh, or you can follow me on Twitter
0: at, uh, size C-Y underscore Z-A-N-F-A-R. Awesome. Well, wherever you guys are listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, the links that Cyrus mentioned will be in the show notes. Thanks so much for coming on and, and sharing your unique story about everything that happened with Pilota and what you're working on now. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was great.